This is the International Soccer Preview and we are Soccer Files Canada. Welcome to Series 17. We're looking at the squads of the 2023 Gold Cup. This is the short version for Cuba's players. Here we go. It's June and welcome back to part two. Uh, if you're coming from part one, uh, welcome anew if you're coming uh, just in for the short version. So I'll just orient you by telling you what we did in part one. So we created a list uh, of possible candidates uh, for the team. That's mostly players who, uh, mostly based on players who have played for the team since 2022. And uh, we categorize them first by their position to organize the discussion and then by their likelihood of making the team. So you're going to see that list as we go through it once again in part two and tell you uh, who made the team, who made the preliminary squad and who made uh, or who didn't even make the preliminary squad. So um, we have a 33-man preliminary squad for Cuba and in part one we had a lot of confusion about what rules there are uh, for Cubans uh, leaving the country or uh, playing in the country or not playing in the country or defecting. So uh, I want to correct one mistake I made. We did say during uh, the 2015 and 2019 and actually dating back to well before that, uh, players defecting from the team um, um, coming over. And then we said there was no problem in 2021 because they weren't part of the cup. Well, the reason they weren't part of the cup uh, was part of the problem. For some reason, they made them uh, play a playoff game uh, in the United States. And I'm not sure why they had to play that game in the United States when they have such problems getting visas and uh, stuff. So uh, they were unable to make it that, to that game due to visa problems and also COVID problems. So they actually did struggle also in 2021. Uh, things do seem a bit more settled there uh, uh, this time um, uh, in terms of uh, uh, I haven't heard of any problems or any expected problems for Cuba. So hopefully they can bring their best team to the uh, cup and have no problem entering the country. And if that's the case, then uh, we will see the these players. Let's move on to talk about the uh, squad and candidates. So uh, we began by saying Raul Menderos was the manager in their last tournament in 2019, and uh, Pablo Sanchez took over after that. So uh, no problems there. It seems like um, Pablo Sanchez... Um, will be leading them through the cup, unlike Mexico, whose manager was fired between our parts one and two, um, Pablo Sanchez uh, leading the way. Okay, for goalkeepers, we had a definite candidate in Sandy Sanchez and uh, two likely candidates, as well as one uh, possible but unlikely. So it all seemed uh, fairly well laid out, and indeed it was because uh, our three candidates there, Sandy Sanchez, and the two likely candidates, Nelson Johnson and uh, Reiko Arozarina, um, did make the final squad. Uh, we decided to put Reiko Arozarina slightly ahead of uh, Nelson Johnson there, uh, but really we're not going to get into predicting starters. 
uh, here, but we did think that uh, Arozarina uh, uh, was uh, slightly more likely than Nelson Johnson. Nevertheless, both of them made it. Uh, however, Elio Pozo are possible but unlikely candidate, not even selected for the preliminary squad. Uh, on to defence and central midfielders, we had a definite candidate in Carlos Vasquez, often called Cavafe, and uh, he did make the squad, uh, the final squad, as did our likely candidate, Yosel Piedra. Uh, we had three possible candidates for the uh, for the making the cup, and all three of them made it. So Eduardo Hernandez, uh, Modesto Mendez and Mario Penalver, uh, all selected for the final squad there. And uh, possible, but un no, no, not possible, but unlikely, we have a new candidate. So not just those five, but uh, one player uh, added uh, to the mix there, and that is Romario Torres. And because we didn't introduce him in the, uh, in the first part of the podcast we'll introduce him here so uh, he is uh, just 18 years old and uh, plays for Nacional in Uruguay so pretty interesting case here he moved from uh, Artemisa to Nacional in uh, 2023 and um, be, he was new to the squad he was subbed in for one of the two warm-up games immediately before the tournament and he was on the bench for the other so uh, a latecomer to the squad and um, um, so one of the surprises there. Okay, at left back, we had a definite candidate in uh, Dariel Morion, and uh, he did make the final squad, as did the possible candidate, uh, Jorge Luis Corrales, um, making the final squad there. Um, at the right-back position, though, uh, we had a likely candidate who did not make the squad. So, uh, Grable Palmer, uh, only selected for the preliminary squad there. And um, we also had one uh, general defender uh, in Osniel Ramos, and he did not make the preliminary squad. Moving on to midfield, a definite candidate in Carol Espino. Uh, but probably the biggest surprise here, as he was not selected even for the preliminary squad, uh, despite starting eight of their nine games um, uh, since the start of 2022, as we, as we talked about uh, in the first part of the podcast, we kind of justified why we placed them where we did. And uh, so this really comes as a surprise. Um, the... Um, Oh, sorry, that is uh, es Carol Espino. Um, but we did have a possible candidate in Nasser Sando, and uh, Nasser Sando did make the, uh, the squad. But uh, David Inserti, who we thought was seemingly off the squad, uh, proves to be so by not being selected even for the preliminary squad. Um, moving on to central midfielders. Uh, that's a singular because they only had one and it was at the the um i think uh, i initially had him as a likely candidate and during part one we moved him down to possible it's uh denielson milanes um 
but uh, maybe we should have left him as a likely candidate because he did make the squad. Uh, Danielson Milan, it's not a surprise really because uh, um, there's only one candidate or one player uh, coded as a central midfielder. Uh, we have uh, a couple of left midfielders though, and uh, Junior Perez, we considered a definite candidate, and he made the squad. And Roberni Caballero at the uh, portable level uh, also made the squad. We had uh, Kevin Martin as uh, portable but unlikely. He did make the preliminary squad, but not the final cut to the to the Gold Cup squad. Among right midfielders, we had a likely candidate in Rolando Abreu, but uh, he was only named to the preliminary squad there. And that's all we had for right midfielders. Uh, for left wingers, we had William Pozo Venta as a definite candidate, and uh, he made the squad. And uh, Yaniel or Yasniel Matos, uh, the likely candidate also made the squad. We were really curious about Onel uh, Hernandez, but in fact, uh, the mystery deepens because um, uh, we had him seemingly off the squad. He last appeared for the team in June 2022. Uh, so uh, we, we thought he was gone, and he's not completely gone. He was named to the preliminary squad. So we're not sure how that leaves him uh, in relation to Cuba, uh, whether he's kind of on the team or or off the team, uh, but anyway, he's not on the World Cup on the Gold Cup squad here. Uh, for general midfielders, we have a, a portable candidate. We moved him up from uh, portable but unlikely to portable, and it was uh, Herrera, uh, Jasael Herrera, and uh, we were wise in moving him up because he did make the. Uh, final squad, Jasael Herrera. However, the player who seemed to be off the squad, Asmel Nunes, uh, not selected even for the preliminary squad. For forwards, uh, we began with um, Deron uh, Reyes. Uh, Deron Reyes uh, was a definite candidate. However, he was coded as, a, as a, or flagged as an injury and uh, it seems that injury has prevented him from even being named to the preliminary squad. So that is unfortunate for Cuba. Uh, the other candidate we had for attacking midfielder was Erikel Hernandez. And uh, he does make the final squad, uh, as we thought he was likely to do. Okay, so uh, we'll talk. Uh, we'll summarize the injuries uh, later. Uh, we also had an injury doubt for uh, secondary striker Christian Flores, and uh, it proves that his injury is keeping him off the squad too. So that's uh, two attacking players that they miss. Christian Flores not named even to the preliminary squad, and uh, finally the forwards we have Mikel Reyes as a definite candidate and Luis Paradella as an even more definite candidate, and both of those did make the final squad. Uh, we had Daniel Diaz as a portable candidate. He also made the final squad. And then we finished with the interesting case of Marcel Hernandez, who uh, came back from a nine-year nine absence to play a couple of games, but uh, that did prove to be um, 
short-lived as he did not make even the preliminary squad. Uh, but we do have one new candidate here, uh, and that is uh, Albert Ruiz. So Albert Ruiz, we didn't talk about in the first part of the podcast because he wasn't on our radar. Um, that podcast was in May, and uh, he started both of their warm-up games immediately for, before the tournament in June. So he kind of came in there right at the end. Uh, um, he has then two caps. And he interestingly plays for Europa FC in Gibraltar, having played with um, another team in Gibraltar, Lynx FC, and prior to that in Spain. So uh, pretty interesting club affiliation there. But uh, Albert Ruiz um, making it uh, at the last minute there to the, to the cup. Okay, well, we're going to finish uh, just by summarizing some of this information, beginning with notable non-selections, and we have uh, a few. We have right-back uh, Grable Palmer, uh, who we thought was a likely candidate, and uh, he just made the preliminary squad. We have Carral Espino, uh, we thought was a definite candidate, and he was not even selected for the preliminary squad. Uh, Roland, Rolando Abreu, uh, another likely candidate, only made it to the preliminary squad. And, um, well, uh, uh, a couple of others, but they are injuries um, uh, rather than uh, non-selection. So we'll move on to uh, surprise inclusions. Uh, we have a couple, uh, Jasiel Herrera. Uh, we considered him, oh, initially we considered him possible but unlikely. And then we moved him up to possible, uh, so not as much as a surprise as all that. We kind of we kind of saved ourselves there in part one. But the real mystery is uh, Onel Hernandez and uh, what role he plays for uh, Cuba, uh, seemingly off the squad, but then named to the preliminary squad. Uh, difficult to know what's going on. It could be as simple as they just hope that he would change his mind and come on over. So. Uh, you have to be named on the preliminary squad to make the final squad. So it could be that they just put his name on the list in hopes that he would come, um, but I'm not sure. Okay, uh, new players. We had uh, two of them. First one was Romario Torres uh, making the squad. So this also acts as a bit of a surprise. Uh, coming in right at the end there, playing for Nacional in Uruguay. And I believe uh, one of their two warm-up games was against Uruguay. And the other one, Alder Ruiz, um, again added just before the uh, tournament there. And he plays in Gibraltar. Uh, for other new players, we had uh, six names that were not on our radar we didn't have them in the soccer files so now we add them to the soccer files but they only made the preliminary squad and we don't see uh, a lot of sense in going over those names here but uh, if they come into the picture more in the future um, they are already on our radar and finally we finish with injuries so we mentioned them uh rayon uh, uh, sorry dayron reyes uh, dropped from the squad due to injury. Uh, they knew about that uh, apparently before they made the preliminary squad. Uh, he got his injury in the middle of May, so it was uh, somewhat late and an unknown return date. It seemed pretty serious with a 
ruptured cruciate ligament injury, so we didn't think he would uh, recover in time to make it to the cup. That is uh, too bad. And then the other one, also uh, an attacker, uh, Christian Flores. Uh, same thing, uh, cruciate ligament injury. Uh, he suffered his in, in early February 2023 and is not expected back until October 2023. So that gives you... Um, kind of the range of that cruciate ligament injury. I thought it was nine months to a year, and uh, it looks like about nine months uh, uh, here too. Um, that would be a fairly quick recovery if Christian Flores is back for his Costa Rican team by October. Anyway, certainly they're out of the question for the uh, Gold Cup here, and uh, that brings us to the end. <laughs>